You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long. With your host. Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. How's it going? We've got November 6th. Week 9 is coming up tomorrow. Sunday, week 9. Crazy how fast this season has flown by. I'm here today to give you the starts and the sits. All the players that you need to be starting, all the players you need to be sitting. We're going to go through every single matchup. And then I'm going to give you my my quick players that I think are going to go kaboom this week. And some players who you might you might want to to steer away from this this podcast is not being recorded for TikTok uh, because I, I just didn't feel like it today. I have too many videos to put on TikTok, so I just decided this is going to be podcast exclusive. If you're listening to the podcast, that's the only place you can get this information. So consider yourselves also uh, so blessed, I, I guess. Blessed? I don't know. All right, let's start things off. We've got Minnesota and Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, you know, he's an instant must-start any week just because he's Lamar Jackson. Fantastic player, MVP a few years ago. Great passer at this point in his career. Great runner still. He has made the little people frustrated. He's made some people frustrated. I mean, he's the quarterback eight, but it hasn't been exactly consistent for Lamar Jackson. He's had some games, you know, 15, 13 points. But he's had some games where he blows up, so it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. He's coming off the bye, going against Minnesota, who just let Cooper Rush kind of kind of torch him, torch him in a backup quarterback sort of way. So I think Lamar Jackson, bam! Profit approved boom of the week. He's going to blow up against Minnesota. This is Baltimore's time to say, hey, I know we've had a few struggles, but we're still a good team. We're still a good team. And Minnesota, I think that as much as they they they, they try, they just aren't a great team. Uh, they just aren't really. So Kirk Cousins, I'm not going to start. I think, though, that this, this offense is going to run very much through Dalvin Cook. He's been underutilized recently for whatever reason. They just aren't really giving him the ball that much. Maybe it's to try to keep him healthy. Uh, he came off the bye. He had, I mean, 29 carries that game, but then 18. Uh, so they, they just need to give him the ball more, especially in the second half. So in this game where I think Lamar Jackson is going to go off, I think Dalvin Cook is a very good start. Uh, many times when Minnesota suffers a bad beat, they come back the next week. And they are focused on getting Dalvin Cook involved, getting him the ball more. That is kind of their recipe. When they, when something's not working, they go back to the basics, and that's giving Dalvin Cook the ball. So, of course, we're starting Cook, but I think you should be pretty confident in him this week. Justin Jefferson, he's been up and down as well. I mean, he, he's not doing well in the terms of totals. I mean, he's the wide receiver 21 in PPR leagues. But really, until week six, it, it was very good for him. You know, 12 points week one, but then 18, 26, 20, 19, 13 was okay. okay. And then the bye week and then four. So it's been a while since we've seen Justin Jefferson, you know, do really well. And I think that he will do really well in this game because, well, not not to be kind of, you know, cop out, but I think he's just a really good player. Uh, that, that's what it comes down for me with Justin Jefferson. Is I think he is a really good player. 
think he's an exceptional talent. And I think that they will get him, get him the ball more. It's sort of like Dalvin Cook. When things aren't working, they go back to the basics, getting Dalvin Cook the ball and throwing to Justin Jefferson. I would expect Jefferson to bounce back big time. Adam Thielen. Oh, boy. So, so he, he needs his touchdowns so bad. He needs his touchdowns so bad. In the weeks when he doesn't get touchdown, he, he's, he's literally single-digit points. But he gets the touchdowns consistently. So I think you start him as your wide receiver three or wide receiver two, whatever, however your team is looking. But I'm not as confident in him having a good game as Justin Jefferson. He's too touchdown dependent for me. But he's still starting. And then Marquise Hollywood Brown, I really like. I think he is going to explode this week against Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota, they gave up a lot to the to uh, what was Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper. So I think that Marquise Brown is going to figure out how to beat this Dallas defense. He's or, or this Minnesota defense. He's been great this season. He's a top twelve receiver. He's only really had two bad weeks. And coming off the bye against Minnesota, I expect a big boom week for Marquise Hollywood Brown. Any running backs? I'm starting for Baltimore. Nope. 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 None. Are we starting Rashad Bateman? Rashad Bateman is questionable. He is expected to play. I don't think he's someone I'm interested in starting yet, though, especially with the injury lingering. All righty, New England and Carolina. Oh, boy. Are we starting a quarterback here? No. I think Mac Jones will be pretty underwhelming. I think Sam Darnold will be pretty bad. Well, wait, no, no, no. Was he cleared? He's questionable still. Gosh, whenever I record these, I'm doing them on Saturday. We still have no clue who's playing. If it's PJ Walker, I mean, that doesn't really change things that much. I, I don't think one's substantially better than the other. Start start uh, the, 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 the Patriots defense and don't start any of the quarterbacks in this game. But Christian McCaffrey, he has a chance to play there saying, if he's starting, you have to start McCaffrey. If he's starting, you are benching Chuba Hubbard. If McCaffrey's out, I would start Chuba Hubbard. Uh, Damian Harris, he has been on a uh, hot streak recently. He's been playing very well. And I expect a solid game from Damian Harris. Nothing crazy, nothing to call home about, but a solid performance. This is a tough rush defense, but I think that he'll find the end zone and probably get, you know, 60, 70 yards. All righty. What wide receivers are we starting this game? Jacoby Myers, he has to catch a touchdown, right? He has to at some point, right? I mean, what he's doing with no touchdown is statistically... Very improbable. So I'm not going to start him, though, this week. I'm not starting any of the Patriots players besides Damian Harris. Now, for Carolina, do we start DJ Moore? It's going to feel bad. It's gonna, he, hasn't, he hasn't done anything since week four. I think that, man, I think DJ Moore can be sat. I think we can sat, sit DJ Moore this week. It, it, it hurts. It sucks. It's painful. But I think we can sit DJ Moore he hasn't been able to do much. His quarterbacks are injured and then also not very good. And then he's going against the Patriots who always find a way to eliminate the number one option for a team. I don't think the number one option is McCaffrey because I personally don't think he'll play, but that means DJ Moore is going to get shut down. So I'm not starting him. I'm not starting Robbie Anderson either or Terrace Marshall. So very few players that I'm interested in fantasy-wise in that game. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb has been missing for a while. He has not really helped fantasy owners at all uh, for the past several weeks. I think he figures things out against Cincinnati. Cincinnati just gave up a 30-plus point performance to Michael Carter. 
Nick Chubb will go boom this week and remind fantasy players why he was drafted as their RB1. I expect 20-plus points from Nick Chubb against Cincinnati this week. And Dearness Johnson, if you have some bye weeks and you're, you're wrecked with injuries, you can flex him if you really need to. Joe Mixon, am I hyped about him? Not really. He hasn't looked great this season. He's looked, he's, he's looked pretty good, but he hasn't looked exceptional. Cleveland isn't an exceptional or, or bad matchup, so I think he'll be fine. But it's not the type of thing where I'm, I'm excited or disappointed. Just, uh, yeah, I play him, and I'll, I'll expect my 16 points from Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow, are we starting him? Uh, yeah, he's very startable at this point. Joe Burrow, he's been doing pretty well. You know, 20-plus points in fantasy every single week since week four. 22, 20, 23, 27, 20. He's the quarterback nine overall against Cleveland. I think we can start Joe Burrow pretty confidently. And what receivers do we start along with him? Jamar Chase. Oh, yes. We have to start Jamar Chase. Absolute beast. He is on an absolute tear through the first eight weeks. So we're starting him. T. Higgins is a sneaky flex. Back-to-back 13-point game. Say that's pretty, pretty good. Uh, No touchdowns, too. So that's coming just off of yards and reception. So I actually like flexing or wide receiver threeing T. Higgins. But that's as far as I'll go. Jarvis Landry. Do we expect uh, a big game from him? You know, uh, Odell's gone. Jarvis Landry is back and healthy. I think Jarvis Landry capitalizes. I think he puts up his first or second good game of the season. I mean, week one when he was healthy, 19 points. I think we see something similar from Jarvis Landry this week. I think we can see, you know, 15 to 20 points from Landry. All righty. There we go. There we go. Denver and Dallas. Dak, we are starting. Teddy Bridgewater, we are not starting. Ezekiel Elliott, we are starting. He's actually he's actually my my number one running back boom of the week. I think they'll they'll let Dak go a little lightly in this game because he's had some injuries. They want to keep him healthy. And I think they really, really focus on the ground game with Ezekiel Elliott. Without Von Miller here, the, this Denver defense it can be beaten on the ground. We saw Jarns Johnson beat them. I think Denver is a little bit in shambles right now. And I think Ezekiel Elliott will absolutely explode. Now, for the wide receivers, am I excited about um, C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper this week? Eh, not, not super. I think they're, they're serviceable and startable this week, but I don't think either of them will have big games. So I'll start them, but I'm not banking on them. And Dak, honestly, I would be fine benching Dak Prescott this week. It sounds crazy, but with that injury, with with the ability, I think that Dallas will be able to just lean on the ground game. I just think that the game script could be very unfavorable for fantasy managers of Dak this week. Now, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. <laughs> Do we want to start either of them? I think Melvin Gordon is startable as a flex if you're pretty desperate. And I guess so is Javante. Personally, I'm not going to start either of them this week. Now, after this week, I am very interested because they get Dallas and then Philadelphia, Chargers, Kansas City, Detroit, Cincinnati, Vegas, Chargers. I'm very excited about those two guys. Rest of season, we talked about them in the Playoff Savior podcast. So, yes, excited about those guys, but this week, eh, eh, not starting them. Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, I think, are pretty decent starts. I mean, a lot will come down. I know Teddy Bridgewater has been absolutely horrific, absolutely horrific. But the reason I like Sutton, especially this week, is I think there will be garbage time. I think that Dallas goes up early with with Zeke, runs it out, and there will be, you know, the fourth quarter. 
we could see, you know, four four targets just in, you know, a few possessions for Cortland Sutton and, you know, 60 yards. And there's 10 points just like that in garbage time. All righty. Buffalo and Jacksonville. Are we starting Trevor Lawrence? Nope. He's somehow the quarterback 33 overall, uh, which is pretty, pretty darn bad. <laughs> and then Josh Allen, we are starting. He's going to go absolutely nuclear. He has been very good since week five with 36 points, 29 points, came off the bye, and 28 points. I mean, those have been extremely favorable matchups as well. But that's what we love in fantasy. And that's why Josh Allen is going to be a league winner because now he gets Jacksonville and then the Jets. And later on, he gets Tampa Bay, Carolina. So I think Josh Allen, massive performance here against Jacksonville. The one thing that can stop it from being nuclear is if he's good enough in the first half that he really doesn't have to do anything in the second half. So hopefully Jacksonville can keep it somewhat close, somewhat close. Maybe maybe we got a few Zach Moss fumbles or something to keep it close. James Robinson, he's questionable. We really don't know if he's going to play. <sighs> if he plays, we 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 have to start James Robinson. He's been good enough all year. But if not, then I am not starting a single wide receiver on Jacksonville or a single running back. Not interested in Chenault or or Marvin Jones, or Carlos Hyde. I'm just not interested. I'm just staying away. The only one that you could tempt me with is Agnew. But even then, it's such a bad matchup that I'm not interested in it. Zach Moss and Singletary, I think both can be flexed this week in a favorable matchup. And then Stefan Diggs, I think, is a good start. And Cole Beasley, if he's playing, is a good start. If Cole Beasley is not playing, then Emmanuel Sanders bounces back big and is a good start. I mean, it's it's a bit of, I want to play as many of these Buffalo players as I can in this matchup. All right, moving on. Houston and Miami. Tua, Tua Tangaloloa, Tua Tua T. Boom. He's one of my next boom quarterbacks of the week. Look, it's Houston. That's That's all I got to say. It's Houston. He's going against Houston. He's going to do well. And Miles Gaskin is one of my big, my biggest, maybe, boom running backs of the week. Reasoning, he's going against Houston. He's going against Houston, and it's an odd week. And Gaskin does well in odd weeks. Um, he does horribly in even weeks. I mean, listen, 12, 8, 10, 0, 31, 2, 17, 8. So, you know, we can expect 45 from Gaskin this week. Uh, and then Jalen Waddell, <laughs> he's on my boom list as well. Because he's going against Houston. I, I don't have to give any reasoning. I don't have to talk about how he's getting peppered targets every game. I just got to say he's going against Houston. I'm starting him. I love Jalen Waddle. I love Tua. I love Miles Gaskin. It's cheap in DFS too. I love that that stack, the three-man stack. Oh, wait. Let's make it four. I also love I also love Gasicki this week because he's going against Houston. <laughs> All right, Tyrod Taylor. Now, I actually like Tyrod Taylor a bit too. Uh, I'm I'm skeptical. I'm not starting him right off the bat. Uh, he's activated. He's probably going to play. Uh, we, we're not 100% sure. But if he's playing, he can be streamed. I'm not all in on it because he's coming off the injury. I just want to see what this offense looks like. And I think the connection with Brandon Cooks, which we talked about in the Playoff Savior uh, podcast, I think will be a little bit rusty. I think it'll be a little bit rusty. So I'm I'm pretty low on Tyrod Taylor and Brandon Cooks in this specific matchup, but then they get the bye week and then the matchups get beautiful and I'm in love with those two guys rest of the season. Could you put a gun to my head and convince me to start one of the Houston running backs? No, I'd take the bullet. I'd take the bullet before I take Philip Lindsay. 
All righty, Atlanta and New Orleans. This one hurt. Taysom Hill is not starting. (sighs) Trevor Simeon is the week nine starter. I really hope he sucks and loses the job and Taysom Hill gets named starter. I really hope that happens. I have a lot of Taysom Hill in all of my leagues. I own him pretty much everywhere. I really need him to get the start before the matchups get so, so, so juicy. Matt Ryan, I'm not starting. I'm not starting anyone on the Falcons in this matchup except for Cordero Patterson. I think he'll be great. Uh, I mean, he's going to get so many so many opportunities. And then I guess Kyle Pitts has to be started because he's a tight end. So you have to start him, but I'm not confident in him going against New Orleans. It, it, it's tough. It's tough. With Calvin Ridley leaving really hurts this offense. So Cortland, uh, uh, yeah, Cordero Patterson is the only one that I'm really happy about starting. Now, New Orleans, Calvin Kamara, you know, must start. Absolute beast, as always. Not expecting anything different. No wide receivers or tight ends that I'm starting here. All righty. So that one, that was, was an easy one to project. Vegas and Giants. Derek Carr is a pretty decent start at the quarterback position this week. Um, Josh Jacobs is also a good, good start at the running back position. He's been very good after coming back from the injury. He's been running the ball very well. He's been finding the end zone. The Giants, Kansas City, Cincinnati coming up, then Washington, Kansas City. You know, I I, I didn't include him in my Playoff Savior podcast. I was distracted with all the things going around Vegas that I didn't really notice Josh Jacobs, but he might be a Playoff Savior as well. I think he's a good start against the Giants. And Kenny and Drake, uh, you know, in PPR leagues, I think you can flex him. Devontae Booker has been absolutely fantastic, and I think we should continue to start him. He's been great past, you know, since week five, 20 points, 10, 14, 17. He's been everything you wanted when you picked him up off the waivers in replacement for Saquon, and it looks like he will be the lead running back over Saquon this week. I don't think Saquon's playing. Kadarius Tony. Welcome back to the boom list. Welcome back to the boom list. It's been a while. We saw the breakout. Then you got hurt. Then, then yeah, that was tough. But against Vegas, I think that you are healthy, and I think that you will lead the team in targets and receptions and yards. I think you will have a very good game in fantasy, and I'm excited to start you. I'm not just starting him. I'm excited to start Kadarius Tony. I'm so bought in on the talent Kadarius Tony possesses, starting him everywhere that I own him. And then I guess Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro can both be flexed with Henry Ruggs out of Vegas. But it, it, it's tough to really have a lot of confidence. Honestly, it's hard to really know what this offense is going to look like. That's why I'm more more leaning towards Jacobs and Drake. I think they might really... Focus on the ground game. And then Darren Waller's must start when he's playing. Uh, and he is. So must start. All right. Chargers and Philly. Jalen Hurts, I have full confidence in you to rebound. The only reason you didn't have a great fantasy day is because you were good in real life. And, you know, that might change. That might change. Chargers, they are good against the pass, bad against the run. So hopefully Jalen Hurts can run it a bunch and Chargers will put up more points than Detroit did. So hopefully there's a little bit of garbage time. So Jalen Hurts, fully confident that you'll put up another 20 points for us all. You have been so consistent. I'm not ready to to not believe in you. 
All righty. Justin Herbert. I think he gets right. He's been he's been pretty disappointing for fantasy owners over the past several weeks. 12 points by 15. We went against Baltimore, then a bye week, and then New England. Now he gets Philadelphia, a beatable defense, and I think Justin Herbert rebounds big with 20, 24, 24 to 28 points. Austin Eckler must start. We all know it. Boston Scott, he is a good start. It's the Chargers. They're a very beatable ground defense. I don't know about Jordan Howard and Gainwell. Boston Scott's the only one that I really have confidence in because he came out in the first quarter and was the starting running back for sure. The box score is hard to tell, but if you watch the game, he was the running back, the starter. All right, and then Devontae Smith. It's tough. Chargers have a good pass defense and bad rush defense, so I'm not really okay playing Devontae Smith in this game. I don't really want a piece of that. And then Keenan Allen, I think he has another big game. He's been heating up, and Mike Williams has been heating, cooling down. I almost said heating down, which doesn't make any sense. So I think Keenan Allen, solid 100 yards, touchdown, uh, you know, 20-point game. And Mike Williams, I I think you got to start him. I think you got to start him. But I don't think you can bank on what you were seeing at the beginning of the season. You just got to hope that he can find a way to put up double-digit points. All righty. Green Bay, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes must start. I don't care. I, I know that, you know, he's he's been cold lately. He looks bad, whatever. You got to start him. Patrick Mahomes is a must start. He's still a must start. I mean, for all the all the talk, he's still the number five quarterback. So I'm not ready to, to quit on him. Jordan Love <laughs> is an intriguing DFS play. I'll say that. I'm not starting him in a redraft league or anything. But in DFS, he's, he's dirt cheap, and this is a good matchup. And he's got, you know, A.J. Dillon and, and Aaron Jones to lean on and Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, some veterans. I think he might have a decent day in fantasy. I really think he will. I think Packers actually win this one. I think Aaron Jones, though, he will see a very good game. We like we usually see rookie rookie quarterbacks, you know, a lot of check down passes. So Aaron Jones, he might get that benefit. And then A.J. Dillon, he's also someone that I'm starting because he's going to see a lot of volume again. Uh, without the full offense intact, I think they will lean on the ground game more than usual. So I like Dylan. Devontae Adams is a must-start. He's finally back after missing a week for COVID. He's facing one of the most beatable secondaries in the league. Uh, maybe it's technically the most beatable. And then he's the only Packers wide receiver I'm starting, and the only Kansas City player beside Mahomes that I really want to start is Tyreek Hill. Uh, Daryl Williams, I think you can start against Green Bay, but I don't think he'll have a good game. Oh, and then and then I forgot. I forgot. Travis Kelsey. Bam. I think he gets right. You know, he, he's been cold. He's been ice cold recently. Three points. I mean, before that, 13, 17, 17. That shows you how spoiled Travis Kelsey owners are. If any other tight end were doing that, we'd, we'd all be going crazy. But I think Travis Kelsey gets right against Green Bay, and he puts up one of his classic performances. All right. Arizona, San Francisco. It looks like Kyler Murray will be a game-time decision. I would honestly expect him not to play. I honestly expect him not to play. I think it would be a little foolish to risk the re-injury. I don't think Murray will play. So I will give you a quick rundown. If Kyler Murray is playing, then I am starting Chase Edmonds, I'm starting Hopkins, and I'm starting uh, Zach Ertz. 
without Kyler Murray. I'm starting Chase Edmonds. I'm starting Hopkins. And that's it. Now, Hopkins is a game-time decision. So if he's not playing, Rondale Moore is worth a shot in the dark. And Christian Kirk is a decent start. Uh, AJ Green's, I think, on COVID. So those two are worth playing. But this offense gets very murky if both Hopkins and Murray are out. Very few scoring opportunities present. Elijah Mitchell, he is injured. <sighs> we got Jamichael Hasty, Trey Sermon. I mean, I, I don't know what to make of this backfield if Mitchell isn't the one in. Uh, Jeff Wilson's coming back soon. I'm not, I haven't seen a report if it's this week or next week. I'll look that up real fast. If Jeff Wilson's there, I might not even want to start anyone. Yep, he's a, he's a game-time decision as well. Perfect. Perfect game time decision. If Mitchell's playing and Wilson's not, I'll, I'll start him. Other than that, I'm not starting a running back there. Then Debo is injured. Man, if Debo is out, then does Brandon Ayuk become a start? His best game of the season, last game, but we get Arizona in what could turn into a very low scoring, gross game. I just don't really want parts of it unless I have to. That's how I'm looking at this. And Zach Ertz will probably bust this week just because just because Murray's out. And, and it's going to be very hard. He kind of relies on the touchdown, tight end position. So it's a tough matchup. George Kittle, yeah, don't get your hopes up with him either. This could just be a very low-scoring divisional game. So those are my thoughts on that. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Well, I forgot to say it. Let's move on Tennessee Rams. Ryan Tannehill is a good start. Matthew Stafford is a good start. I think Matthew Stafford has a great game. Um, Jeremy McNichols this week, I like more. I think that he will have a serviceable day, 12, 15 points. And Adrian Peterson, I think, will bust. And people freak out and be like, oh, I can't believe I, I picked him up. And then he'll probably bust again against New Orleans. And people will go, oh, I can't believe I picked him up. And they'll do well against Houston, bust against the Patriots, do well against Jacksonville, okay against Pittsburgh, okay against San Francisco. Kind of like what a reasonable person would expect. It's just people have very strong opinions about him. He's not going to be terrible, but he's not going to be great. That's that's what I think about him. Daryl Henderson, on the other hand, will be great. Uh, must start the rest of the season. He is looking great. I'm not expecting anything. Well, actually, let me let me, let me me rephrase that. I think Daryl Henderson has a good chance to have a massive game. All right. I, I think he does. I, I just, I think that this could be a high-scoring game Sunday night. And I'm sorry to rethink this. I think that Henderson could really explode. Now, I think Cooper Cup will also explode like he always does. Uh, and I was kind of considering that and going, that's why I'm not as high on Daryl Henderson. But I, I really rethought really that just as I was talking. No, I like Henderson this week a lot. And I still like Cooper Cup. And Robert Woods is, as always, a pretty good start. A.J. Brown, if he is playing, must start. I really love A.J. Brown as a player. I hope he plays. He's questionable, did not participate. Uh, I don't think he'll play. Usually when they miss that last practice, that's, that's, it gives a lot of question if they'll play. So I don't think Brown will be out there. If Brown is not playing, Jeremy McNichols will probably have an amazing day in PPR leagues if, if Brown is out. But that will be unfortunate for Tennessee as a whole. All right, two, one more matchup. And then we'll get into the prize pick selections of the week. That's what was a fun part. We got Chicago-Pittsburgh. This is not a game that I want to start the quarterbacks. Uh, Najee Harris is the only person in this whole matchup that I'm really happy about starting. 
Well, no, Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. But Najee Harris mainly. Uh, Najee Harris, must start, absolute beast. Khalil Herbert is a must start until David Montgomery comes back. We don't know if Montgomery's playing. I'm doing this on Saturday and we still don't know. It's very frustrating that we don't know the status of these players. If Montgomery's in, I really don't want to start either of them in this matchup. Uh, if, if Montgomery is not in, Khalil Herbert is a good start. Najee Harris, great start. Love him. Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, I'm benching them all. Deontay Johnson, I'm starting. He's just such a consistent player. Just so, so consistent. I love his consistency. Chase Claypool, worth a shot? Nope, I don't think so. I think this will be a low-scoring game. They'll feature the running backs. And sadly, in Chicago, we don't know what that split will look like, and I'm not excited about it. All righty. Those are my uh, my my starts and sits. I gave some boom players, some bust players. And now I want to go over the prize pick selections. Prize picks is what makes this show possible, honestly. Uh, and I want to tell you all which players that I'm going on the over or which players I'm going the under on. And before I do that, I want to say one more time, when you download prize picks using promo code PROFIT, that's what you want to use, code, promo code PROFIT, they will match your initial deposit 100%, up to 100 bucks, up to 100 bucks. And you'll get so you'll get extra money to play with, and you automatically are entered to win a DK Metcalf autograph rookie card. It's a great card. Goes for three hundred fifty bucks on eBay. It's a rookie card. It's Panini flawless rookie gems. It's on card auto, great condition. It is. It's a great card. So when you use that promo code profit, you're automatically entered for that. But now here are the players that I personally am choosing. Mac Jones. I'm going the under on fifteen. DJ Moore, I'm going the under on 16 fantasy points. Trevor Lawrence, I'm going the under on 14 fantasy points. Cordero Patterson, over on 14. And we've got one more player, Kadarius Toney, over on 12. So that is the first entry. I'll repeat it. We're going under Mac Jones, 15 points. Under DJ Moore, 16 points. Under Trevor Lawrence at 14 over on Cordero Patterson, Cordero butchered his name there, and over on Kadarius Tony at 12. Now, I'm going to play with 15 bucks. And if I get all five of them right, I make $150. $150, just like that. If I get four right, I get 30 bucks. If I get three right, I basically get to keep my money. So there's very little risk in prize picks. They make it so it's pretty easy to make money. It's a little difficult to get all of them right, but I'm very confident about those guys. If you're not so, try to beat me. See if you can beat me. See if you want to play along with me. Those are just my selections. And when you use promo code PROFIT, they'll match that deposit and you're automatically entered in the giveaway. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will see you all on Monday when we go over what happens tomorrow. That's so much fun. So exciting. I think it's going to be a good week. I think it's going to be, we've had two kind of down weeks of fantasy. I think, I think this coming week is going to be great. All right. I'll see you next time.